Okay, here we are, folks. It is the Lent Project Day 1, and it is Ash Wednesday. This is Rick with the Interesting-ish Podcast, and if you heard my intro from yesterday, you know I'm on a bit of a journey that starts today. And today is Ash Wednesday, and I just heard an excellent song by Jack Droppers. Uh, It may or may not only be available today. But I saw a really interesting, There's a, I'm checking out all the lyrics right now, and one that really caught my eye was Ash Wednesday at the strip mall, China Buffet Pinball. They got all you can eat for $5.93 under a painting of the Great Wall. And that feels a little bit like what my project is. You know, Ash Wednesday has some importance to it, has some depth to it, has some heritage to it. The idea behind Ash Wednesday is the reminder that we came from dust and to dust we will return, that our life here is just but a blip um, in the greater scheme of this world and this universe, and our calling to live a sacrificial life like Christ. And so starting off, my, my first thing that I'm releasing being a game on my phone, free sell, feels a little bit like Ash Wednesday at the strip mall. Uh, but not too many people going up the strip mall today because we got a winter storm deal coming in. And uh, everybody's kind of hunkered down and getting ready for that. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to record this podcast. So check out that song by Jack Droppers. Pretty cool song. I enjoyed listening to it a couple times today. And those lyrics really kick me off with my release today of the game on my phone that I like the most, Free Cell. It's this little picture of basically the king from a card, you know, a, a deck of cards. And if you've ever played Free Cell or some of these like Spider Solitaire organizational games, they're fun with cards. They're even more fun on your phone. And I'm wholeheartedly addicted to free sell, so I'm letting that go today. Started to think about what gets us into these games on our phone. I I personally was never a Candy Crush guy, but that is one of the more popular ones. When I look at 2022 statistics, Candy Crush was the number one mobile gaming iPhone app, and it apparently had 8.5 million dollars in revenue. Pokemon Go being number two at 7.5 million. And I just heard, interesting enough, from my three-year-old niece that Subway Surfers is on the rise. That's apparently a game you can play. For me, it all started, I don't know, four or five years ago. I wasn't really into gaming on my phone. Tried to leave that alone. Wasn't a candy crusher. Did a little bit of words with friends, but never got wholeheartedly into it. And I saw my wife and a couple of her siblings and family members in a huddle standing up at a family get-together. And I'm like, what are they doing? Are they looking at a picture? Come to find out they were playing a game called Wordscapes. Now, in terms of mobile gaming apps, Wordscapes became my first love. But at the time, I'm looking at them, and I judge them and say, what are you all doing huddling around this? You're playing some game together and like all trying to get the numbers, but Come to find out, I loved Wordscapes. Wordscape has a series of four, five, six, or maybe seven letters in a circle. 
where you have to connect the letters in different variations to create multiple words in like a crossword puzzle. And there's landscapes involved, and there's beautiful pictures, and there's butterflies, and there's tournaments you can play. But I, after judging my family, playing the game as a group, downloaded Wordscapes and proceeded to play that for several years. I would get caught up in tournaments that they would offer between Friday and Sunday on the weekends, and it'd be 10 or 11 at night, and my wife Sherry would be rooting me on to get the number one score over, like, are these really people that I'm competing against? Is this just the computer saying somebody passed me in their score so that I keep playing? I had no idea, and I also didn't really care because I was hooked on it. I wanted to keep learning more words, and I had this argument in my head that, okay, I can show this to my kids, and the kids can play along, and they can grow their vocabulary, but long story short, we were huddled around our phone doing that game more often than we needed to. So I kind of wandered away from Wordscapes and really got into FreeCell at some point. And there are a couple other games in there, but FreeCell is really the one that became the one I've become addicted to. Uh, in the first quarter of 2022, 14.4 billion mobile games were downloaded to phones, either on Apple or Google Downloads. So I gather that I'm not the only one. When I look at gaming and how people want to get you into it, I checked out this cool little website, and it's interesting. It's The website is, hang on a second irishtechnews.ie and there was an interesting quote on there from somebody that shared the following gaming is an important part of daily life for many people including children it is a place of self-expression and socializing however it's important to remember that game creators have their own interests in mind which is not only for the players to enjoy the game but also to buy additional packages for an enhanced experience that's where gamers should remember they are subject to various advertising techniques and their freely disclosed data is used to target them. So, yeah, we all want these games. We click on them. We don't really read through the privacy agreement and we say, I'm going to play, let me at the game. And these games are often taking anywhere between five and nine pieces of our data our name, our demographic, our location, our age, and really trying to target us with more ads along the way. So that's what's interesting is you can be on a game, playing your game. You're trying to click through the X's, wait for them to count down one through five, get to your next round of your game, and it's offering you more games in the app in between. Suddenly you see this king that needs to like click some colors together in, in order to not fall in some well. You see a mother and a daughter in like a cold room shivering together. It's cartoon, but you can play this little game to solve their problem for them and make their house a little bit warmer. You can do you can buy a mansion in some of these games, gardenscapes, where you solve little problems or candy crush style games and you're able to improve the garden. You can live in a simulated life that is not your own and feel like you're making great strides in life. Of course, our real minds are not feeling that, but our brains are feeling that 
our dopamine hits are feeling that. When I look at online psychology and them talking about addiction in the brain, it tells me the following. A mobile game habit isn't as physically dangerous as an addiction to heroin or meth, but your brain acts much the same way when it goes without it. Addiction targets the brain reward system and floods it with dopamine. When we play, we feel happy. Now, since playing is now associated with reward, our brain remembers this action as something necessary to repeat in the future. Over time, a person can produce less and less dopamine with the activity, so the brain craves more time spent with the addiction. Because of the lower dopamine levels when not playing, withdrawal symptoms set in, including depression, restlessness, difficulty focusing, mood swings, and nausea. Folks, if any of this is happening with you and a game on your phone, and you're like me, this may be a great opportunity to just separate from that game for 47 to 50 days or permanently. So today I am releasing Free Cell from my life. Um, when I think of Free Cell over the last several months, I've had some health issues. I've had some neck and shoulder pain as I go to bed. And I'm willing to bet, arguably, that some of that has to do with me holding up this phone for an hour one night before I go to bed, maybe longer. I'm moving in bed. I'm trying to adjust my neck. I'm trying to poke at the screen to organize uh, this these cards into ace through king so I can clear the whole game. And it's fun. It's enjoyable. I like organizing things. I like packaging them in little spaces in order, red and black, and then finishing the game within two minutes. My all-time score and, and great time was like 56 seconds or lower. I, I take great pride in that. I would do screenshots of my best score. It was getting ridiculous. So not only would I play at night in bed, I would, of course, take it to me to the bathroom and spend a little more time in there than I needed to. Folks, it even got to the point where I would play this game on occasion in the shower. Kind of like I'm in my own little sauna or like steam room and hanging out playing free cell. So for me, letting go of this is a win. I think it can help me with my neck and shoulder pain. I think it can help me not have a feeling of false dopamine hits where I'm accomplishing something with my day and really escaping from other parts of my life. So for me, on day one, on Ash Wednesday, the thing I'm taking away is free cell. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, delete the app. Consider what you guys may have on your phone. I'm sure there's all kinds of candy crushers out there, or I don't know how many people are playing Angry Birds or Pokemon Go out there. There's a new game out there associated with Kim Kardashian, uh, that's making lots of money. Whatever it may be for you or for your kids, I'm not out here judging. I'm not out here telling you what you ought to do. But for me and for Lent, I'm going to step away from free cell. See you tomorrow for day two of what next we will release. Have a good day, folks, and stay safe out there on the roads. Grace and peace.